if you are currently in a place where you feel very stagnant in life, you feel like you are doing so much to change your reality and nothing seems to be changing, you feel like you're putting so much energy into growing and doing everything externally to change your reality and nothing seems to be changing and part of you just wishes that someone could come save you, someone could come get you out of this position somehow and you just feel like you're getting nowhere with all your efforts, then this podcast episode is for you because today we are going to be talking about that stigma of feeling like you need to be saved and this could be subconsciously or consciously, but always feeling this feeling of stagnancy and feeling like nothing's getting better, but it could be for multiple reasons. And today we are going to get into that. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Unapologetic Awakening. It's Melissa, your host, and I am so excited to be back here with you guys today because today's episode is so juicy and I just want to go straight into it because I have so much to say and I want to make sure this episode is not too long and is has everything that it needs to have. So today's topic is basically on how to save yourself 101. And this is a topic that is very close to my heart and resonates with me so much because as someone who has saved themselves so many times in life and as someone who has gone through so many traumatic events and is still here and still strong after going through so much, I personally know what it's like to save yourself and know what it's like to want to be saved and know what it's like to feel that consciously and subconsciously. And that's definitely something that I want to get into today because I know that a lot of people have that same feeling of just feeling like life is just never getting better, feeling like they're in the same place no matter what they do and feels like life is this never-ending cycle of just the same continuous thing and or maybe the same continuous patterns or maybe the same continuous trauma traumatic events that keeps happening and i know what it's like to feel kind of helpless i guess is the best way to say it just feeling helpless in your situation and truly feeling like ugh, like i just wish someone could come save me and feeling like if someone would come save you, basically it would just fi fix everything about your situation and you wouldn't have to worry about that. As someone who has lost themselves and has found themselves multiple times over and over and over again, because your girl be going through it sometimes, but I've learned from it. I really have. And every time that I've lost myself, I feel like I come back stronger and I come back with a better sense of identity, if that makes sense, a better sense of clarity on what I want out of life, on who I am and what I am capable of overcoming. And something that I just came to the realization was, was that a lot of, and once again, most of this was from my younger years and my teen years, I felt this way heavily and it was more conscious but i then again i realized once i went into adulthood it became very subconscious that i was still doing this but a lot of the times i felt like i wanted to be saved i felt like someone when it was gonna basically come save me and i realized that i felt this way 
because I, growing up, I dealt with a lot of depression, a lot of depression, and I wanted to be saved. And I use the word saved because I realized that it wasn't really that I wanted to be saved. It was that I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard. I wanted to be understood. And I felt like no one was understanding my pain. And I feel like a lot of the times we do this, once again, consciously or subconsciously, because we realize that not a lot of people are seeing our pain. Not a lot of people go through our our traumas with us. Not a lot of people experience that with us. Most of, like 99% of the time, we go through it alone. So a lot of the times we want other people to see our pain. So once again, this could result in you being in the same cycle, repeating the same cycle again, you feeling stagnant in life, whether you're changing, like, you know, your habits or not, but like you just feeling stuck. And it's crazy how subconsciously this has been my life for the past couple years and I haven't even been realizing it until finally that I'm out of it and I'm on the other side and I'm like oh my gosh like what the heck I didn't even realize like that was I was that's what I was doing the whole time but now that I'm out of it and I'm on the other side I want to talk about it because I I realized that it kept me in such a like a confined space without even me realizing it and all I needed to do was what I'm going to tell you later on to do. But all I needed to do was that. And that was li that literally changed everything for me. And I know that I'm talking to someone specific and I might get emotional in this podcast episode because I just know what it's like to be in a place that feels so helpless and to feel like you just want someone to come save you because you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is too much, especially in my younger years that I was heavily depressed. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to work. I didn't or I would drown myself in work one or the other. Like, you know, I, I felt like in my younger years prior to me working, I was um I would just like rot in bed and like, you know, I was allowed to do that. But when I started working, I would basically be like a, what is it called when you're like depressed, but you like work a lot and you like a hyper, it's like a, ah, what is it? Oh, 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 okay, I got it. It was high functioning depression. So basically what it is, is like you're, you're a person that's depressed, but you're very productive. So like, you know, you're high functioning, you still get your work done, you still do everything that you need to do, but you're still very heavily depressed. And basically you kind of just drown yourself in productivity so that you don't have enough time to focus on being sad, if that makes sense. And that, that that was me. That was from the time I started working, I definitely became a high functioning, depressed individual. And from that moment, I realized, well, now looking back, I realized that there was this underlying, underlying feeling of that someone was going to come save me one day. And it was so subconscious, especially since I started working and I was just blocked out by just productivity and working all the time. It was just basically this underlying feeling that someone was going to come save me one day and someone was going to come help me and someone was going to come fix all my problems. And I realized now looking back, which oh, it makes me so sad to even think that that was my reality because I know what it's like to be in that position. So it just makes me so sad that I went through that. But 
I'm so happy that I'm able to be on the other side now and proud of myself, but also so excited that I'm able to share my experience with you guys so that you guys don't have to go through that and so that you can know what it is to save yourself over and over and over again. Even if it this is like the fourth time that you feel, fourth time, first time, 27th time, who knows how many times, but even if it, this is your first or multiple time of you saving yourself, this will always, I promise you, what you are going to learn in this podcast will always bring you back to yourself, bring you back to solitude, basically ground yourself into knowing that you are capable of saving yourself and you're capable of giving, like making it out of this situation alive and feeling healthy, feeling happy, and you don't need anybody else to save you. Okay. So once again, going back to the, the main core of it is basically basically feeling like someone's going to come save you. And the root of this is literally just wanting to be heard and wanting to be seen. And a lot of people won't say it out loud, so I'll be the one to say it for you, is that it feels good when, like, it feels very good when someone validates your pain. Like, it feels amazing. Not even good. It feels amazing. Like, better than sex type of feeling. Like, and I'll be the one to say it. Like, you don't understand how good it feels when you tell someone the most painfulest thing that you've gone through, the most outlandish, like, things that you've been through, and for them to look you in the eye and tell you, like, empathize with you and be like, I'm so sorry that you went through that, like, that wasn't okay. Like, I can't believe you went through that. Like, that's crazy. And like, even sometimes they'll get more mad than you and they'll be like, oh my God, what? Like, I can't believe you went through that. Like, that's so sad. Like, fuck that person or fuck that situation. Like, like, and it feels good that someone finally validates the pain and the like anger that you felt this entire time. And I don't care who says it, but in my opinion, that is one of the best feelings ever because finally someone sees your pain. And a lot of the times, a lot of people don't understand your pain because they are not you. Every trauma, every traumatizing event that you've gone through, someone else might not even understand the weight that that held on you. For example, like you might tell someone something you went through and to them, it might not even seem like that big of a deal because maybe they went through something that they consider worse or they went through something that they just feel like your trauma isn't really that traumatic. And it's just insane how big of a feeling this feels to us. And that's why a lot of the, t the time we hold on to such painful memories because we just want those memories to be seen. We want those memories for, we want other people to know that those memories were so painful for us and it feels good. And I'll be the one to say it because I know a lot of people don't want to say it. A lot of people don't want to say that they like validation or that like, it's very validating when, you know, people like, you know, empathize with their pain. But for me, I, I'll be the one to say it. It feels good. It feels really good when you tell someone something that happened to you that wasn't okay 
and they empathize with you and truly see your pain for what it is. And I came to the realization that once again, going back to that, I want to be saved concept. It goes back to the core issue, the core feeling of just feeling like you want to be seen, feeling like you want to be validated, feeling like you want to be heard by someone else other than you, because if only you see your, if only you sees your pain, it's not enough, right? But if someone else is able to see your pain, the way that you felt, the way that you experienced it, then finally it feels like your pain was like, okay, finally someone knows, you know, like someone knows that I've been through something and it feels good. It feels validating. It feels like it wasn't all in your head, if that makes sense. It feels like someone sees that it was something that actually happened, if that makes sense. So receiving that validation just makes you feel so good. And I have such a good example of this. And I'm just so excited to talk about this because I love talking about my dreams. Oh my gosh. So I get such, okay, here's a little fun fact about me. I get such vivid dreams. I get such vivid dreams. Like ever since I was a kid, my dreams have always been so vivid, very vivid. And simultaneously, I also feel like, okay, growing up, my dreams would be vivid, obviously, but it wasn't until the past, like, I would say, uh, like, the past, like, let's say one or two years, I've been documenting my dreams, or I've been, well, especially when I started The Artist's Way, which was last year, like, Towards the end of the year, I started documenting every single day. As soon as I woke up, I would write three morning pages from the artist's way. And that's when it really changed for me. Like that's when my dreams truly started. I truly started to see the message within my dreams. So once again, a little fun fact, um, I get vivid dreams. And usually my dreams always indicate some kind of message to me. You know, I don't know if I'm a prophet or whatever, but uh, my dreams be saying something, you know, like my dreams be giving me messages. And it's so crazy because, okay, this might be a little off topic, but it's so crazy because, okay, whenever I wake up from my dreams and I start writing, it's as if I get like a download from the universe, from source, from God, whatever you believe in. I get like a message that basically deciphers what that dream was about and what message is coming out of it. Oh my God. It's like, I don't know. It's the best feeling ever. And I know that if you've never experienced it, you're probably going to be like, girl, what are you talking about? But don't, don't knock it. Don't knock it till it happens to you. All right. Don't knock it till it happens to you. But so going back, I had a dream the other day, and this is why this topic is coming up, because this dream really opened my eyes and kind of was like a, I had an epiphany, and I also simultaneously, my rose-colored glasses came off, and I really saw like what I was experiencing, and it all changed for me. It truly changed for me. It changed my mindset. Like I will never be the same person after having that dream i won't i won't like i promise you i won't like i'm way more confident after that dream i'm way more sure of myself and after this dream i'll tell you why because hopefully at the end of this podcast with all the information i'm giving you you have that same confidence and that same feeling of like you just know it's going to work out for you too okay so the dream that i had Okay, so this is this might also get very like um 
like intimate because I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background and what I've been through um, because I have to because that's kind of what the dream was about. But I'm going to be a little vague because I don't really want to talk about too many of the people, you know, in the dream. But I'm going to be like vague, but not vague, but just enough so that you can understand. So in this dream, basically the dream was it had to do with a person that in my past that basically like I went through a lot with that I had some trauma linking to them, right? So in this dream, that person was in the dream, right? Let's call this person, actually, let's not even put a name to them. Let's just call this person A, right? We'll call them A right now. So for A, in this person A was in the dream, right? And in the dream, since I had so much history with them and so much of like traumatic memories linked to them, in the dream, it's as if I knew that I was in the reality today. And in the dream, I knew that I haven't seen that person in years, right? And in the dream, I told them, I was like, oh my God, like you, like I basically was kind of like telling them everything that they did to me and everything that they did that really hurt me and put me like in a negative place in life. And I was going off, you know, I was going off, I was going passionate and they were looking at me and basically they were like kind of like dismissing my feelings and basically minimizing my pain. And they were like, oh, it wasn't really that big of a deal, like whatever, right? So there were other people in the dream too, besides A. There was like multiple other people in my like in my past that were there. And there were multiple other people, like new people that were there that I didn't know who they were, but somehow in the dream, it felt like I knew them, whatever. So in the dream, I was going up to other people and I was kind of trying to tell them because they were like, what's going on? They were like confused on why I was going off on A. And I was like, well, I'm going off on this person because this person doesn't know, like doesn't really acknowledge that like they did this to me, they did that to me. And I basically started telling all these people, and it was multiple people, like five different people I told. I kept on telling them what this person did to me and the pain that they put me through. And every single person that I was talking to looked at me like I was crazy. Like I was absolutely insane. And when I tell you, I felt like I was in a, like, like a dream, even though I, I knew I was in a dream, but I felt like I was like, like, there's no way these people are saying like, like the trauma that I'm telling them, like Loki, I was trauma dumping on them, but like, I was telling them everything. So, cause all I wanted was validation. All I wanted was for them to be like, damn girl, <laughs> like you really, you really went through it. Like they put you through a lot, you know? And I didn't get that. I didn't get any empathy whatsoever at all. Everyone along with A was minimizing and not empathizing with my feelings whatsoever, like at all. And it was crazy because when I woke up, from this dream, I felt so much anger and I felt so much pain and sadness. And it was like a mixture of pain and sadness. And oh, I might get emotional because I'm thinking about the dream again, but it was just so many emotions of just feeling like helpless again, feeling like, like 
why wasn't anybody seeing that I was in pain? Why wasn't ever anybody seeing that I went through a lot, like a lot of shit, you know? And like, why weren't they validating me? And it made me feel so emotional. And as I started to write down in my journal, because I write down every single day, as soon as I woke up, I, I started writing, I started writing, writing, writing. And as I was writing, I got this message that was basically saying like, you need to validate yourself. And that's the the tip of the day. This is literally the the root answer to all of this is that you need to validate yourself. Start validating yourself. Because what I realized in that like in that scenario in that dream, what I realized was that so so much of what I wanted was external. I just wanted external validation. I wanted external empathy. I wanted all of this externally. And little did I realize I was not giving it to myself. I was looking for all of this externally and not giving it to myself. And it goes back to, the, to that saying that it's like you truly have to give yourself love before you give someone else love. Because if you don't even give yourself love, how do you expect to give it to someone else? And it's so accurate. And that's the same concept with validation. And we don't even realize like in this moment, I had like an epiphany and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why have I not been truly 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 validating myself and not just validating myself in like different aspects but i mean truly taking the time to sit down and be like melissa you went through a lot girl like you went through a lot a lot that a lot of people might have not even survived you know and for you to not validate yourself is is literally key to everything and that day once again i just had this epiphany that i was just like you truly need to validate yourself and another example that i have that is i'm just going to tie it in here because i think it's very relevant there was one day that i i went to someone a friend well that i thought they were a friend but i went up to them and i basically told them something really traumatic that had happened to me and they looked me in the face and they told me that because they basically knew the person that I was talking about and like the traumatic thing that happened to me. And basically they looked me in the face and told me that that didn't happen. And they told me that basically that I was lying or I was being dramatic and that that didn't happen because they knew the type of person that that person was. And I remember that day feeling the same feeling that I felt during this dream that I felt so freaking sad because I was like, why, like, why don't they see my pain? How dare they look at me in the face and say that, like, that, did, like what I'm telling them didn't happen or that my pain is not valid or what I went through is not valid. Like, how dare they say that? And that's what I need you to take a step and like look back, take a step away from your whole situation and really see your situation from an outside perspective because you need to start giving yourself that validation. You need to start taking a step back, zooming out and really seeing yourself from a third perspective and not seeing yourself as the person you are, but seeing yourself as, as this third perspective and seeing the whole situation 
so that you can see that what you went through was a lot and you don't need validation from anyone else because guess what despite how many people because there's been so many people that validated me in my life and so many people that told me that what my pain like what i went through and all that pain i went through was valid and so many people empathized with me but guess what it didn't matter because i was not the one who validated myself and until I was the one who took the time to truly give myself that empathy, truly took the time to have a conversation with myself and let out those emotions, those suppressed emotions for years and really cry and tell myself that what I went through was okay, like was not okay. And what I went through was very traumatizing to my life because guess what? Even though you go through a traumatic event and it's passed with, the trauma stays with you. It stays in your body. It stays in your subconscious mind. And it doesn't go away until you truly acknowledge it and let it go from your body. Let it go from holding so much space in your body. People don't talk about how after something traumatic happens to you, the aftermath of it is so, sometimes so much more traumatizing than the actual event itself and obviously everyone might feel different about this but personally i feel like there's been moments or traumatic events that i have gone through that i really look at the aftermath and the aftermath is so much worse because you have to now live with that memory now live every day with maybe something that triggers you that could re put you back into that mental space that you're in that memory again, even though you're not. And it's just so many things that happen now from that point on that like you can never be the same. And it's just like people don't understand like how much that really does to your body, does to your soul, does to your mind. And the aftermath is just so traumatic. And in the aftermath, in, in the midst of that, all we're looking for is for someone to validate that what we went through was just as dramatic as what we personally felt it to be. And that's something that I came to the realization about. And something that I want to say is that that's why if you don't know what shadow work is, please look into it. I have a whole episode on my podcast about shadow work, but that is why shadow work is so freaking important because and I've gone to therapy and I will, I'm, I'm going to say my experience with therapy and my thoughts on it after this, but I've gone to therapy and a lot of the core of therapy, if you've gone, you know that a lot of the core of therapy is validation and validation of yourself and truly being like, oh my God, yeah, like I know I went through something really traumatic. Like I know that I did not deserve that. I know that I did not deserve whatever I went through. And a lot of it, the core of it, ironically, is a validation, like self-validation. And it's crazy because like, it, like shadow work is all about self-validation. And that's why I love shadow work so much. And I will, till the end of my time, I will forever recommend shadow work to everybody because shadow work has changed my life completely. The prompts that I've done, the, the shadow work sessions that I've done, taking the time to actually empathize with myself from a third perspective and have a conversation with myself about what I actually went through and validating it. Like 
that has changed my life in so many ways that I can't even explain to you and has changed my confidence, has changed my ability in the way I see myself in so many different ways. And it's actually insane how much shadow work can do for you. So please look into it. I have a whole podcast episode about it and it's it has so much information in there. So if you do plan on listening to it, please like get a notebook and write down so many notes from it. But I've been to therapy before and I love therapy. I truly do. I started therapy, I believe last year and it has been one of the best decisions I've ever done to like I've ever done for myself and it was an act of self-love and I didn't I think going to therapy and seeking out help is an act of self-love and you should always see it that way but going to therapy I realized that a lot of therapy was self-validation and literally also but like besides self-validation, it was a lot of me talking to my therapist and telling her these traumatic events that happened to me and her basically empathizing with me and be like, well, yeah, of course you feel this. Like, or like me telling her what I have been through and then me telling her little things that I do now that maybe is like an aftermath of that traumatic event and her being like, well, of course you feel that way. Hello, like you literally went through this traumatic event that is linked to this. And it's kind of like me being like, oh, like finally someone like, like, well, oh, like opening my eyes to seeing the connection, but also like, oh, finally, like someone sees my pain. And once again, it just goes back to the core concept that, you just need to validate yourself because guess what? Like if you just validated yourself and that's why shadow work is a lot of like self-therapy kind of. And I personally like to call it self-therapy because it's literally taking the time to validate your own emotion, which in therapy you do, but which but you do it in therapy with the help of, of a professional that's helping you along the way. And in therapy, I also love it because in therapy, they um like i learned so much in therapy like i learned so much about mental health i learned so many like coping ways and i think that's why therapy is very helpful but a lot of therapy is a lot of self-validation and if you can't afford to go to therapy please start with shadow work because that's what i did i couldn't afford to go to therapy before therapy wasn't an option for me before because i wasn't able to afford it like I wasn't able to go before because I wasn't able to afford it so it wasn't really an option for me so I had to find other ways to fix myself without going to therapy and shadow work was one of the many ways that I did and when I went to therapy and I told her that I I would do shadow work she literally looked at me and she's like oh my gosh like you don't even realize like how much this like has already helped you and I don't know. I love therapy so much. I really do. And I recommend it to everyone. Also, a little side note, but if you don't know, therapy does not have to be expensive. Originally, I thought therapy was very expensive. I was like, I'm not about to pay like $200, $300 every session, like, especially without insurance. Like, you got me like, no, 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 no. That's crazy. But therapy, if you don't have insurance, there's therapists that will do it on a base scale, like on a, um, I think it's called like a sliding scale. If you ask, if you look for therapists in your 
um, area. And if you ask them if they have a sliding scale, that means that you can get therapy at a discounted price. So basically, they'll do it based on your income. But basically, the cheapest that I've gotten therapy before is I think like $15 a session, $15, $20 a session. And the most expensive I've gotten therapy for is $60 a session. So honestly, it's really not that bad, especially if you want therapy for like, like once or twice a month, that's really not that bad because in my opinion, mental health is an investment because girl, I be going through it. And if you go be, if you deal with mental health too, then you know, it's an investment because investing in your mental health is just as much as like investing in like your physical hygiene. Like to me, it's like on the same caliber, like I can't live without it type of stuff, you know, like I love being able to always learn in therapy and always grow. So that's just a little tip that I wanted to let you guys know, because I did not know that information before. And I'm sure there's some people out there that don't know that information either. So please do your own research. Also, there's some places that they will do pro bono therapy. And I wasn't aware of this either, but I did it. This is how I originally got into therapy by my friend. I'm sorry, this is a little off topic, but I just think this is like perfect to include in here because a lot of people don't know this information. But I started doing therapy pro bono, which basically if you go to a therapy place, you can ask them if they have pro bono options for therapy, which basically means that you get paired up with a therapist that they have their bachelor's degree, but they don't have their master's degree. And basically they're like interning to be a therapist, but it's not like, it's not like people don't like, it's not like students who don't know what they're doing. Like my first therapist was a therapist that she was getting her master's and oh my gosh, she helped me way more than like, I like she made my therapy experience the best experience I've ever had. So don't think like these are less qualified like individuals. It's just that they're like in training. So um, yeah, so I got it for free. Since they're in training, you can get it either for free or you can get it for like a really discounted price. So just wanted to add that in here because I know a lot of people don't know that information because I did not know that information. I originally thought therapy was so expensive and I was like, well, I'm never going to get to go. But now I go for the low and I love it so much because it's just so helpful and it has helped me. But if you cannot afford therapy, shadow work is the way to go because it's little, it is, it's kind of like a baby steps into getting to like starting to validate your own feelings, starting to see yourself from a third perspective. And if you also have time validating yourself, something that my therapist has told me to do is to look at yourself as if you were your friend. What would you tell your friend? If your friend came to you telling you the same experience that you're telling that you have, the same traumatic memory that you have, what would you tell them? Wouldn't you validate them? Wouldn't you tell them that what they went through was really horrific and that you're so sorry? Give that same validation to yourself. Tell yourself that you're so sorry. Give yourself a hug. Touch your skin. Whenever in shadow work sessions, I always like touch, like touch my skin, like give myself a hug. And I tell myself like, Melissa, I'm so sorry that you went through this. You did not deserve that. You did not deserve that. And basically just revalidating my own self because guess what? No one is ever going to be able to understand 
the trauma that you've been through. And I know that's such a hard thing to truly understand and grasp because for the longest time I was like, well, I mean, if I'm telling them everything, they, they should understand. No, they don't because they were not you. They were not you and nobody will ever be you. Nobody will ever know what it's like to have gone through what you have gone through. No matter how many times you explain to a person the severity, no one is going to understand what it was like to be in your shoes. As much as they could imagine it, no one is truly going to know the depth, the intensity and for you to think that external validation is going to be enough is a joke. It truly is a joke. And it, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not sorry to say it, but it is a joke because for you to think that someone else is truly going to understand what you've been through is just not realistic because they are not you. They, they have not gone through what you have gone through. They have not been in your shoes. And guess what? The only person that has been in your shoes is you. The only person who can validate you because they were actually there and they actually experienced it is you. So you need to take a step back once again and you need to start validating yourself please start doing shadow work. Even if you don't want to do shadow work and you're not ready to get into that, just start with little things every single day, validating yourself, speaking highly of yourself, changing your mental mindset, changing your mental conversation with yourself, telling yourself that you are valid in different things, not talking down on yourself. It starts with little things. Letting go of external validation is a huge, huge, huge thing. You need to start exploring the tendency to seek validation from others. You need to stop doing that. You need to stop seeking validation from others and expecting others to truly understand what it is to be in your shoes because no one's going to understand. No one. And it's truly hindering you from your growth, from your own personal growth by constantly seeking this external validation. Because guess what? You seek it and then once you get it, it's still not enough. It's still not enough because you're not giving it to yourself. And once again, that concept that like, if you don't give yourself love first, no one's, you're not going to be able to give it to someone else. And if you don't give yourself validation first, you're not going to be able to truly understand and be happy with anything in your life, anything that you've gone through. You're not going to be content with anything in your situation because you know that evidently you're not making yourself validated and a lot of the times we don't even know we do this we don't even know that we do this so that's why i'm telling you please zoom out so that you can truly see if you do this subconsciously are you the type of person that whenever you tell someone your trauma you feel so good afterwards when they validate it are you the type of person that you've been through a lot of stuff, but you haven't really gone to the core of it and you haven't really, you kind of just went past it and ignored it and now you're just living your life, but it feels like there's this lingering feeling that you don't know what it is, but you don't feel truly happy in life. It could be this. It could be the fact that you're not validating yourself. You're not being kind to yourself. You're not telling yourself, hey, what you went through was not okay and you're not telling yourself that it's okay to be sad it's okay to feel the way that you feel because what you went through 
was very traumatic. It's okay to have tendencies now that are linked to that traumatic thing. It's okay to get triggered by something now, especially if it's linked to that thing. There's so many little things that you can start doing today to start validating yourself so that you can ultimately get to the point where you no longer feel like you need to seek that validation externally. And it took me a long time. I didn't even realize that I was doing it until I had this dream that truly opened up my eyes to seeing that I need to start validating it with like myself. And if I start validating myself, I'm the most powerfulest person ever in my reality. Because guess what? As long as I can validate myself, I truly don't need anyone. I truly do not need anyone. And once again, back to my original concept in the beginning of this episode, I don't need anyone to save me. Knowing that I can validate myself, I know that no matter what I go through, I understand my pain. I understand what it was like to go through what I went through. I understand what it was like, what it is like to live with that every single day. I understand the type of person I am. I understand the type of pain that caused me that still haunts me sometimes today. So the fact that I understand that means that no one else can take that away from me. Even if someone doesn't understand my pain, no one can take that away from me because I firstly understand what it is to be me and what it is to have gone through what I have personally went through. So this is the end to this beautiful episode and I am so happy that you made it up to this point and I just want to say that I'm sending you a big old hug, a big old warm just sending positive energy your way because I know what it's like. Trust me, I know what it's like to be in a position where you feel so helpless. You feel like you're in this constant cycle. You feel like you just want to be heard. You just want to be seen and no one's doing that for you. I know what it's like. Girl, I had a whole dream where five five people plus the person who did it to me looked me in the face and told me that they, they didn't empathize with me and didn't think that my trauma was traumatic enough. Plus, I had someone who literally did it in real life, in person, looked me in the face and told me that my trauma wasn't valid. So I know what it's like to not feel validated. So my message to you, leaving this podcast, if you're at the end of this, I hope that you gained something from this. And I hope you take with you is to please start doing little things to validate yourself. And once you start validating yourself and once you start giving yourself that love that you crave so much and that validation that you crave so much from external people, your external reality, once you start giving that validation to yourself, I promise you, you will become the most powerfulest person known to man in your reality, because guess what? Then you will no longer seek validation. Then you will no longer have to crave someone to save you because guess what? You know that you can do it yourself. You know that you can save yourself. You know that no one is ever gonna truly understand what it's like to be you and no one's ever gonna understand what it was like to go through your traumatic memories and those traumatic moments So you validating yourself is going to make you so much more powerful because you will no longer be seeking that externally. So I hope you gained something from this episode. I love you guys so much. Please let me know how you enjoyed the episode. 
down in the response because I have this Q&A that asks, how did you like the episode? So please use that to your advantage so that I can know how you enjoyed this episode. But I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week.